2 Thessalonians. This is a letter that all of us should concern ourselves with for it has much to teach us. Of course, you can say that about it in book of scripture, but the letters to the Thessalonians have more than most that applies directly to our circumstances in the modern world. Most of us don't live under anything that can be called persecution, but I would imagine that most of us experience temptations similar to those of Thessalonica, namely to avoid standing out in our communities as being different so as to avoid embarrassment or the wagging tongues of those who are not followers of our Lord. Obviously, the Thessalonians had far more serious repercussions to deal with than most of us do, and as I see it that should make the silliness of our fears all the more starkly obvious. Think about we cannot open our churches because of Corvid, but we can open ABC stores, liquor stores, and businesses that provide larger revenue. Some states restricted differently. No church at all versus 20 to 30 percent capacity. There is persecution even so subtle. Funerals to memorials for our dead were turned upside down. The way we worship is at question. 1 Thessalonians 2-1-16 At first glance, this is an odd section, is this part of the introduction or has Paul been challenged somehow? Has someone called him a fraud since he left them? When he wrote to the Galatians and Corinthians that was the case. But not here, for as far as we know, Paul's authority and motives had not be challenged in Thessalonica. Thus, if that is the case, why would he write like this? In the section, Paul reminds the Thessalonians how he behaved in their midst. He had been badly treated in Philippi and had come to their city. In Thessalonica, his message was quickly opposed, but Paul preached the gospel anyway, because it was pleasing to God. He didn't concern himself with the approval of people, for God's approval was enough. He wasn't looking for money, indeed he supported himself by working while he was there. More tomorrow.